0: Rugger Matrix International is brought to you by Strike. Check out their fleet tracking system. It will save you hundreds of dollars per month. Go to strike.com.au. Rugger Matrix International is also brought to you by mybean.com.au. Coffee delivered straight from the roaster to guarantee the freshest brew. You won't pay any more at mybean.com.au. We sell at roasters prices. Hello and welcome to Rugger Matrix International, coming to you the day after the third and final British and Irish Lions test victory at uh, the Olympic Stadium, ANZ Stadium, and I thought, well, what better place uh, to do it than the place of the cash cow himself, Mark Cashman, because Mark Cashman, we may have lost the test series, but we've already won with views like this.
1: Well, that's right, Bronk. Listen, we were just uh, going for a walk this morning with my lovely wife and we said uh, the only bad thing for the British and Irish Lions supporters is they've got to go back home. We can stay here.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. So please, go home now. Um, <laughs> they're here for a couple of days afterwards. All right, Mark. So we've got a few uh, post-match interviews to go to in the moment, but very quickly, uh, just summing up how the weekend went in the third test, absolute shellacking. Um, a massive result in favour of the Lions. And I've got to say that uh, Australia were outthought, outcoached, uh, outmuscled, and probably out enthused in the end because uh, the Lions really brought their A game. And in fact, they've probably been building to this. I know there's been a lot of controversy for uh, Warren Gatlin about his side, but I think that was the Lions how they were supposed to play. And maybe to, to some extent, I thought it was how the Wallabies should have played in the end too because I just don't think
1: they were the same standard. I think Bronk Warren Gatlin didn't get the side that he actually wanted to play Test football with until this game. And uh, listen, they really got out there and they really showed uh, their style of game. What what did they call it? Was a ball, don't they? And it was really direct, it was confrontational. 1-8 uh, to eight abs- absolutely decided that uh, they were going to win the game and, and the backs decided by uh, by how much. But uh, superb performances around the ground. Alex Corby-Sierro, pretty close to my man of the match being an old front row. Lee Halfpenny just kept potting him over. And listen, the, the guys that he picked in the centres, Jonathan Davies and also uh, Jamie Roberts, had a superb game. So, uh, Put to rest that uh, the the big uh, pre-game selection controversy over Brian Brian O'Driscoll. Even in the post-match conference uh, after uh, after the game in the All In, Warren Gatlin did say it was the most unenjoyable uh, uh, game of uh, Test win that he's had simply because of the controversy. He'll he'll, uh, he'll probably by about Tuesday Wednesday of next week start to enjoy it, and I'm sure he'll be uh, he'll be in the Lions Hall of Fame now for sure.
0: Yeah. Not bad for a Kiwi, hey? Uh, I've got to say congratulations to Warren Gatlin with the the way that he conducted himself pre-tour and during the tour and now after the tour. Who knows what's going to happen? But certainly a lot of difference. uh, Me being on the other end of the um, spectrum in terms of uh, the, the media spin doctor for the Wallabies back in 2001, you know, we did have to handle some pretty ordinary stuff uh, coming out of the Graham Henry camp. I've got to say, this time around, Casho, I thought Warren Gatlin was very, very good.
1: Oh, listen, listen, always accessible, a- a- as he was, right from the word go. I, I can remember doing interviews with you and, uh, and Warren uh, in December of last year, and uh, listen, always here, always accessible, and-, and always had something to say, which was uh, which was sort of really good.
0: Really good. So uh, it was a massive loss uh, to Australia. A lot of expectation after the series was tied at 1-all in Melbourne. But uh, as we go down to the mix zone, let's catch up to with one of the star players who came off the bench and that is the uh, Brumbies and now Wallabies fullback, Jesse
2: Mogg. A great experience. Um, I, I love getting out there and, and sort of trying to get involved in the game as much as possible. So. Um, Disappointing result, obviously, but but looking to uh, get a little bit more involved uh, later on in the year.
1: How, how gutted is the team inside there? You're obviously pretty new, new to the uh, the setup.
2: Oh yeah, it's definitely. Um, you can sense a, a lot of disappointment and, and I guess hurt uh, from a lot of the players. Um, we we knew how big this occasion was for for not only the team but also Australian rugby. So um, they'll be hurting uh, obviously and. and trying to turn things around for for the end of the year.
1: You're obviously a full-back watcher, Uh, Lee Halfpenny, quite a superb performance, not only tonight, but right through the series.
2: Oh, definitely, he's a a class act. He showed that in the Six Nations and and for Wales last year, and um, I've been watching him closely this year um throughout the series and, and also for Wales and um i think he's one of the best if not the best fullback in the world at the moment and um credit to him he obviously works hard at, at everything and um and he got i think man of the series for this for this series here so um credit to him yeah, he's a class act
1: how hard is it going to be to go back to uh and, and, super, and a super rugby comp that's uh, there to be run and won
2: oh definitely um i'm actually looking forward to sort of getting back there and um, getting into it um, we've worked a lot pretty hard this year to to get to the stage where we're at and um, looking to finish it off and uh, hopefully take out a super rugby championship
1: fondest memory of the Lions too
2: uh, definitely rowing on um, just the crowd and and finally getting on the field um, is, is something i'll never forget how much confidence will you take back to, to canberra from how well you handled tonight oh um yeah heaps i mean um there's, there's not, I guess there's not too much opportunities you, you can give the, the like, a, a team like the Lions. So, um, I'll be taking as much as possible uh, back to the Brumbies. What I've learnt with the, with the Wallabies in camp and, and also the Lions outfit. So, um, as I said, we got a big job ahead of us at the Brumbies. To we've still got one game left uh, before finals and, hopefully fine tune things there and, and uh, just take the experiences back and, and try and lift the boys there. It's a, a disappointing result, but your own performance, you must have been pretty pleased with how you handled it. Oh yeah, it was, um, it was good I thought, I mean I tried to get an early touch and, and made a half break there. Um, fortunately turned the ball over but um, for games like that I think the key is to, to get involved as much as possible from the back and um, you can just see the, the damage that Falau and, and Kirtley um, do when they get the hands on the ball a lot so um, something I'll learn along the way I guess um, for, for, for the year to come and um, hopefully build on tonight. Jesse, you've seen out, he's heavy. What's going through you out at that moment just as you're about to go on for your debut? Um, oh, not much really. I mean, it's. It, I guess it was a bit easy this week expecting to get on because it was just the two of us on the on the bench. So um, he said he wasn't right straight away. So I just sort of kept my cool and, uh, and sort of knew my role, what I had to do on the field, and um, trained at fullback during the week. But uh, I was I felt really comfortable out there on the wing as well. So um, I guess that's a, the good thing about sort of the... The back three uh, contingent we've got uh, in the squad at the moment are very interchangeable and uh, yeah, I just enjoyed the experience. The first touch you got, you went
0: through that break and you, you came very close to scoring. Um, can you tell us about how that helped your game from that on, getting that sort of half break and what sort of confidence that gave you for the rest of the match? Yeah, it
2: just sets out your confidence for the game and getting a, an early touch on the ball and sort of get yourself in the game. Um, I was playing, I didn't plan to get ankle tap for, for the start, so. Um, had I got through, I was, I was going to give my every self chance to score, and um, that's just what I thought sort of I was going through in my head. Um, is just sort of drawing the, drawing the guys, and and either give myself an opportunity or someone around me an opportunity to score and, and get us back in the game. So, um, getting early early touches in the game definitely builds the confidence. With
0: that moment run through your head for quite a while now, the what ifs, if you did make it through and
2: couldn't mm, run the team. Nah, definitely not. I think the best thing I can do now is go through the game and and see what I could do differently in an international stage and how I can help the team and whatever, what's done is done now and and you can't really look back and you just got to build from here. Yeah, Bronk. Listen,
1: great debut from uh, from Jesse Mogg. I think uh, I think we're going to see him in the uh, Wallaby Gold quite a number of times. A uh, lot lot of bows to his uh, to his uh, as- assets there, uh, and one of them is just that genuine speed that he showed in, with that superb break uh, early on off that Curtly Bill pass. And listen, he's, uh, he's 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 got his head screwed on, Jesse, and I think's uh, only going to uh, prosper under under the. Uh, whichever Wallaby regime we come up with in the the very near future.
0: Alright, we'll talk about that in a moment. But uh, Jesse Moore, one of the interesting things about him, I find Mark Cashman, he's got an excellent kicking game and uh, he is able to craft that beautiful angle uh, close to the touchline to get the most territory possible. It's a really great skill. I actually really would have liked him to play in the series from Game 1 because what he did to the Lions B team, I'll say that in inverted commas, in Canberra was exceptional. And uh, he's full of courage. He's a tall player. And I think uh, selection-wise, uh, and we'll go into that in a moment, selection-wise, we probably should have made a few changes before heading into the match. James O'Connor will come to that in a moment as well. But, Casho, um, as we uh, talk about the strategy of the game, I thought Australia's strategy was quite flawed. I'm not quite sure what the Wallabies were doing, but... Their kicking game was just unbelievably stupid.
1: One of the big talking points in the press room after the game was the uh, the kicking game. It was uh, There wasn't much sense to it and it didn't work and they kept on doing it. Uh, Lee Halfpenny, uh, they brought him into the game and, and Lee was just able to uh, manipulate the defences around the place and that's 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 why the Lions scored, what was it, four tries 41 points to 16. It was just a, just a real smash up but uh, they really played into the Lions hands in uh, in many ways. A lot of guys were saying listen you've You've got guys out there uh, of the ilk of uh, Israel Folau, Jesse Mogg at uh, one particular stage and varying others. And uh, listen, we just did not run at them. We just gave the ball back to them and that's uh, that's suicide.
0: There's nothing more infuriating than, uh, and I can't st- it's my number one beef in rugby, Casho, is uh, mindless kicking. You must kick with purpose and if you're no good at it, keep the ball in hand. One of the theories I had out of the game was... When the Australia tied the game up or got close to the um, at half time, and the Wallabies were back in it, the Wallabies were doing their best with the ball in hand, and James O'Connor, who's not a ten, did well with his own running game. Like he's not good at passing the ball, but he's terrific when he's on his own, and he did a good job to score the try. Now the Wallabies, if they just held on the footy at key moments without turning the ball over with these cheap kicks, they really could have put the pressure on the lines. Instead, in the second half, they just what they did in the first part of the first half, and that was just kicked it down the throat of Lee Halfpenny.
1: Yeah, and uh, spilling the ball, which uh, which brought the game back to a uh, a bit of a set piece uh, sort of game. And uh, you know, as I said before, that was just uh, absolute suicide. Uh, the uh, the Lions scrum had an absolutely superb day. Listen, I I feel really sorry for uh, for all those guys up front. They uh, they they cop one of those dishings and, uh, listen, let, let's hope they can come back from that and uh, and do well during the Rugby Championship. But uh, everything that they did, uh, it we'll put it this way, it, it, it wasn't one of our great days, really, was it?
0: I'll ask you about the scrum in more detail in a moment, but let's go back down to the mix zone and speak up with the, and ch- catch up with the Wallabies vice-captain, the very shattered Wallabies vice-captain, Will Genia.
3: Yeah, we didn't start well. We're chasing the game right from the start and... Uh you know, they they ended up putting us to the sword right at the end.
1: Good middle section of the game from the Wilders? Yeah,
3: we, we did really well, I think, just before the halftime break. We we got, got ourselves a try, got back into the game, and then right after half time, you know, got a bit of momentum, got it to nineteen sixteen and then, you know, from then on just went downhill. Can you
1: explain the, the flat start? It, uh, it wasn't great. uh oh,
3: it was just a mix up, you know. I think um I called for the ball to catch it. Uh, And then Kano came across as if he was going to get it and I thought he was going to catch it and then I just let it go and went for it at the very last minute. Um, So I probably should have been louder with my call and caught it. And I think that probably set us up for the result. When you look back on it, you know, knock on, they get scrum ascendancy and then they get the half arm, they take the quick tap, they score an early try and we're chasing the game right from the start. They, They built momentum off their scrum and managed to just get the scoreboard ticking over.
2: How tough was it? Any of oh, it was players.
3: tough, you know, like they were really good on their ball and then on our ball. I think a couple of times the ball was already out and then he awarded a penalty. I was trying to tell him, you know, the ball's out. After you've blown the whistle, let us play. But uh that was just his interpretations and you can't take a credit away from them. They scrummed really well and I guess earned those penalties.
4: Were you
3: surprised with the w- they played with late in the game? No, we knew that they play you know, a different style for you, bring something different to, to this contest, obviously what they brought to that second game wasn't effective in terms of getting the results and mate, as I said look that put us to the sword you know they they scored a lot of tries out there and a lot of, got a lot of points. How
2: shattered are you and, and how confident are you that the team can bounce back in the,
3: in the rugby championship and do something good? Oh look obviously gutted, you only get one, one crack at this unless you're George Smith and you know you can have to live with it, live with a uh, missed opportunity but uh, as rugby championship you just got to start again you know you got to put this behind you as quickly as you can and uh just start again which is tough
1: great crowd support uh Wolf, all, all around the country something like 400 odd thousand people came to watch uh, the, the lions play uh, uh is it good for the game oh
3: the event itself was incredible uh, regardless of the result of the series i look back on this and and uh, just have fond memories of everything you know the the crowd in Brisbane and Melbourne here in Sydney were incredible Sydney was buzzing today I went for a walk around just to get and get some lunch and to see people really getting into the game you know it's just great for rugby in general that such a buzz was created and so many people attended the, the games.
0: Well, how much would you like to see Robbie stay on as the coach for the rugby championship?
3: Oh man that's you know that's not something that I guess I can really comment too much on you know he's the coach at the moment and, and whether he's the coach moving forward I'll you know will have my 100% support that's not my decision to make and uh, I don't think this the result reflects anything you know on Robbie as players we're held accountable we we're the, were the ones out there on the field mate.
0: Is it a bit of
2: unfortunate
3: result for Robbie though? Oh, mate I don't know that's that's it's not my place to comment or to have um oh, I mean, that's nothing I haven't thought about that at all. It's been a
2: distraction I haven't
3: been, been asked about it, to be honest. Uh, and it's not something that I've thought about, as I said, so I don't really have any opinion on it. What
2: did you make
0: the change I thought it was
3: really good, you know. There's a lot of pressure coming uh, on his shoulders leading into this series, and he's a confident young kid, and he, uh, he really stepped up, you know. He, he he embraced the responsibility, and he got better and better throughout the series, and I think tonight was ev- evident of that, you know. He, when the, When the game was, I guess... Falling out of reach, he he didn't shy away from wanting the ball and wanting to continue to play an attack.
1: Yeah, Bronk. Will's a Will's a class act, isn't he? You know, we, even uh, at, at the end of probably that that very disappointing uh, performance, uh, you know, he, he was there fronting the media and, and doing doing all the right things. And uh, listen, it certainly wasn't his fault that they uh, that they went down so badly. And uh, I, I I think uh, I think everyone would notice that uh, Will's been carrying that uh, that knee injury. And I think uh, from what I'm hearing, it's going to keep him out of the uh, the big local derby between. Uh, New South Wales and Queensland next Saturday night at, uh, at ANZ Stadium so uh, he's been carrying that all the way through he's been pretty sharp but he's been one of the one of the main go-to men and one of the leaders of that, of that particular side so uh, let's hope he gets well soon so uh, he's all right for that rugby championship coming up very soon.
0: One of the great leaders of the side is George Smith, and I was so stoked to see him play in the game. And uh, Casho, he was wiped out in the first couple of minutes, which was uh, just heartbreaking for Australia. But uh, he spoke to the pack, including Mark Cashman, after the game, and this is what uh, the ultimate warrior had to say.
4: Yeah, look, the, the start wasn't ideal. Um, you know, they, they kicked off, we, we fumbled, and, uh, and then consequently, they, they scored uh, a couple of phases later. Um, yeah, but to, we, we had our chances tonight. Um, there, there was a period where, where we were in striking distance to score a try in, the, in their half, uh, well, I mean within the second half, and um, yeah, we, did, we did close the gap after that after coming off, so, oh, coming on in the second half. And it's unfortunate, you know. They, I know how hard the boys have worked, um, not even just in, in the last six weeks, but just speaking to them and yeah, yeah. lean up to this, this series, the guys really wanted, wanted this win.
1: It didn't look too well. It, it... How, how long did it take to sort of get better? And do, do you remember a lot of the first half?
4: And it was a heavy one. So. Oh yeah, with the head knock. Look, I, um, from what I was told, I was snake dancing off the field, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't uh, looking great. But uh, well, I, I went into the change room, composed myself, and, and I was there with the, oh, I guess, three three doctors there, assessing me, and, uh, and passed the test, and, and came back out. So, um, look, I, I had no problems coming out and, and, and trying to. To contribute in in any way I could, um, but uh, it looked like they played well tonight.
1: Test uh,
4: 111. One, one. Yeah. The last? Look, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, look, no one went to sort of pass it on and and uh, and move on. Uh, you know, I've, I've had a fantastic career, and, and, and you know, I, th- I think it's time for the 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 new well, the guys who have been established, and you know, Michael Hooper, there's a Dave Pococks, Liam Gills and there's a there's a wealth of uh, back rows within Australian rugby Hill pushing as well pushing for selection so you know i've i've had a great career and uh you know it's 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 time for me to concentrate on on my club commitments and that's with uh, Santori in, in Japan
0: Is there any feeling like or just regret that it's finished that way for
4: you Oh definitely yeah yeah look i i didn't imagine uh i lost tonight you know the, the preparation that the players had was was fantastic and even my personal preparation i I uh put everything in in well leading into this match I I'd, I'd everything riding on on this on this game. Uh so you know it's it's, it's disappointing but I I can look back and ha- and I've had a great career. I- international career I mean. How
0: much importance has this put on the super this you know, trying to get
4: a win there. Oh look for me immediate the immediate uh, response to me to to relax. You know I've got have got a couple of days off um and uh you know Obviously, the the focus is to to refocus for the the Super Rugby, but um, I've got a couple of days to switch off.
3: How do
4: you feel now? right? I'm fine. No problems. I just had a a test with our our team doctor, and and that was all fine. Yeah, only a few more brain cells.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's funny, Bronk. Um, test 111 won't be uh, won't be amongst the highlight reels too much for uh, for George Smith. Maybe he thinks he's only played 110, maybe. But uh, listen, you know what a great ornament to the game to a- to actually come back and play test rugby after a break of four years and uh, and actually have that mana about him. It's uh, it's absolutely superb. I-, I just hope that George can get back on the field as quickly as he possibly can in the next few weeks and uh, and play a role in the Brumbies. Uh, crack at the uh, super rugby championship
0: absolutely uh he was very humble after the game and uh he has tasted uh 12 years ago success against the lions and as a young 21 year old and uh so you know good wishes to you george smith and yeah he's got a job to do over the next couple of weeks and of course goes back to japan uh to play uh, club rugby over there so mark cashman uh We have uh, heard from the Mix Zone now, and and, uh, we did get a a chat in with uh, Connor Murray, but uh, I've got to do some tweaking on the audio, mates, uh, and hopefully we'll have that to you in the show later in the week. But uh, we can just talk about um, some of the lines that we were chatting to afterwards there in the Mix Zone, and uh, they were extremely uh, humble, actually. They weren't cocky at all, and it was, I think, um, indicative of how these guys handled themselves in this tour.
1: Yeah, very much so, Bronk. Always accessible. Uh, you know, their, uh, their their media was run uh, was run uh, sort of quite well. The guys we spoke to, Connor Murray, Jonathan Davies, uh, were quite uh, quite open and obviously very excited about uh, about the role that they played in 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 history. Uh, Connor Murray uh, had his Lions jersey still on and uh, I asked him if he was going to take it off and he said probably next Tuesday when he gets on the plane so uh, I'm not sure where all the Lions boys are, I hope they're enjoying this beautiful sunny uh, Sydney winter afternoon, maybe at Doyle's somewhere uh, having some fish and chips and uh, having a a few beers. Uh, Warren was a bit concerned about the 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 lag between uh, between the boys uh, actually get, getting on the plane, which is uh, which is Tuesday of, uh, of of this particular week, so uh, I'm sure they'll uh, I'm sure they'll stay out of trouble and be the ambassadors that they've been all throughout Australia for the past six weeks
0: well they certainly deserve to uh, celebrate and celebrate hard so a couple of um serious angles to come out of this for australia and that is um, number one up front of the scrum i actually think the scrum's okay but every every time you have a match it's about tactics and the contest starting again casho just because you won the scrum two minutes before doesn't mean you're going to win the next one
1: no, and all, all the boys know that every scrum's a a different contest. And uh, listen, we just got smashed up early on. You know, it uh, it started badly for the Wallabies with that uh, with that spilled kick off and. Uh Listen, I I, I hate to say it, but uh, we seem to crumple in these important matches. You've only got a flashback to uh, Rugby World Cup semi-final 2011. Uh, Quade Cooper kicks out in the full. What happens this time through? Uh, Will Genny of all people, uh, spills the ball, and uh, we're on the back foot from there. Alex corby Sierra scores, and uh, away we go. And, uh, you know, we're on the back foot. We did manage to get back into it uh, just before half-time and just after the break, but, uh, listen, the game was pretty much gone. I think the mentality of... uh, uh, of, of, uh, of actually falling behind early doesn't suit our guys. Selection-wise,
0: um, this is another big issue. Warren Gatlin got this right 100%. Obviously there was a lot of disappointment from the Northern Hemisphere, particularly our island listeners and viewers, that Brian O'Driscoll was left out. In the end, the proof is in the pudding a massive victory to the Lions and not only that, they really picked a massive back line and it was too much for the Wallabies to handle. And that means you can actually carry a guy like Lee Halfpenny at the back who's not the biggest guy going around. But when you've got Tommy Bowe, George North uh, and uh, Jonathan Davis, he's not the biggest guy. But i tell you who is big. is <laughs> Jamie Roberts. He's massive. And uh, combine all those guys together and get Connor Murray in there. I mean, he's a massive halfback as well. That's a lot of man to handle and uh, in the end it was too much for Australia. So that selection was very good for Warren Gatlin. Australia's selection missed the mark. Um, James O'Connor is not an international 10. There's news today that uh, the Rebels will not re-sign him for next year. So it's anyone's guess where he'll end up. He could end up uh, overseas because I'm not quite sure if uh, any clubs in Australia have room for him or indeed need him or even want him.
1: Yeah, that's interesting, Bronk, isn't it? Uh, from from what I'm hearing, a lot of the franchises are saying that uh, uh, James won't fit into their system. I, I don't know what that says about uh, where he's at at this particular time. Perhaps he might have to head overseas to actually continue his uh, his rugby career. You know, is is the manager on the line to France at this particular point in time? I'm sure James O'Connor wants to play uh, wants to play more test rugby. I think uh, he obviously deserves to have a uh, a spot in that Wallaby backline, whether it's uh, whether it's number 10 oh, well I don't think so but uh, I think he deserves a spot starting some somewhere in the in that Wallaby back line probably in, in one of the wider channels
0: well interesting thoughts so um, Robbie Deans is obviously the coach who put him in place Robbie Deans has been coach of the Wallabies since uh, the 2008 Super Rugby season when uh, the Crusaders beat the Waratahs I was there on the night and there were great expectations about Robbie Deans and with good reason because he dominated so long with the Canterbury Crusaders But the Crusaders and the Kiwi players are a different beast to the Wallabies and uh, and, uh, it's taken him a long time to get used to that. In fact, I don't think he has. And as a result, Australia's capitulated to some of the most embarrassing defeats under Deans. His winning record's pretty low. And the caravan, well, the caravan has dogs barking all over it. So, Casho, the question is,
1: will Robbie Deans be in the job this time next week? Well, well, who knows? But I think uh, I think what needs to happen then there needs to be some uh, some senior uh, real some real leadership shown by people at the uh, the Australian Rugby Union. I think it is time for us to move on from the uh, the Deans regime, whether it's uh, whether it's Jake White or whether it's uh, Ewan McKenzie. Both obviously very good candidates. Uh, the word around the traps is that uh, Jake White's got his nose in front. But uh, listen, Ewan's, uh, Ewan has many great qualities. He is an Australian. And uh, I think that's probably what we need at this particular point in time. Someone who understands the psyche of the Australian players. And uh, you know, I don't think this is a criticism, Robbie. But uh, whether he's actually un- understood the psyche of the Australian rugby athlete, I don't know.
0: It's a big element, there's no doubt about that. Um, you know, let's be clear here, it's, this is not about Robbie Dean's bashing or anything like that. The facts are pretty plain. We just haven't performed against the Kiwis to start with and when we did win the Tri-Nations under Robbie, the Kiwis basically arrested all their players for the World Cup. So uh, it is disappointing that he can't energise the players the same way that, say, Hugh McKenzie has done or even Jake White has done at the Brumbies. So uh, these are tough decisions. Players get dropped every day coaches shouldn't be any different everyone out there in the workplace knows that so this is just about uh, the business of rugby i guess and uh, he's had a fair while in the chair and yes i agree Casho. it's time to move on my prefer- preference would be for ewan mckenzie he's a great mate of ours and rugged matrix there's no doubt about that but jake white would be just equally as good but ewan you know i think he deserves his shot at it now so let's see how that goes over the next period of time I've totally enjoyed, cash I don't know about you, the last three or four weeks on the road. I've done some miles, but I've really enjoyed actually driving around the countryside. I might post a bit of a, a video about my journey uh, later on, but it has been thoroughly and enjoyable. And if you've got your program there, Casha, that's from the third test. And... Uh, I had the pleasure of doing a lot of photos for that in and the in and the Q&As uh, Ben Alexander let me down by not scoring six tries uh, everyone else scored tries in the Q&A section but uh you know let's get that one up there so that was um, the one I took in Melbourne uh and that to me <laughs> signaled the tide turning and Will Genia uh, doing the job and Curtly Bill behind him after that Lee halfpenny had missed that uh, penalty shot right at the death So uh, it's been enjoyable uh, I would guess that you've sold A lot of these programs but I've seen A lot of people on Twitter asking Where can they get them now
1: Well Bronk uh, over the past Six weeks uh, I've produced with My team there at uh, at Inside Rugby 1,044 pages Of rugby and it's been, been great to do The programs for each of the nine games But uh, listen we do have overs At the moment and uh, you can get them by Going on to www.magshop.com.au, and you'll be uh, you'll be transferred to a page there where the Lions programs are actually there. So get on there. Cost price plus a bit of postage, and then we'll post them out to you wherever you are in the world. So that's a bargain.
0: All right. So um, that address is on the bottom of the screen, everyone, and. Uh you can always go to RuggerMatrix.com and in this story, you'll find a link to make it easier so you don't have to remember Casho's long URL. Casho, 12 years after I was involved in the management team, it's quite sad to see the uh, Tom Richards Trophy uh, go north, but, you know, if you feel like you get ripped off, then you have an issue with it. But Australia certainly wasn't ripped off. They were outplayed by a better team, better coaching structure. structure, And I just think more passion from their fans as well. The Aussie fans are good, but you just can't beat the British and Irish Lions. And they were very well behaved. So congratulations to all you guys who turned out in red. Uh, wonderful job. Congratulations to all the Wallaby fans too who turned out in gold. It was played in good spirits, but you, know, you can't complain. The Lions deserve to be this year's winners.
1: Well uh, the the they were concerned about the uh, the Lions brand coming in, into this series hadn't won for Quite quite a uh, quite a number of years, and uh, they've actually done that and done that in pretty good style, actually. And uh, listen, they uh, they have invigorated uh, the game in in this country. Listen, rugby in Australia was on a bit of a on, on a bit of a dip, but uh, they're there. They've injected a lot of money into it uh, strategically. What happens from here is entirely in the hands of guys like uh, like Bill Pulver, and let let's hope that. Uh, the leadership has shown fairly quickly. I, I think they need to move on the coaching situation ASAP. They can't let it fester because those are the questions that will constantly come up during the Rugby Championship. Every time a Wallaby comes up, it's uh, it's going to be does the coach deserve to be there? Is he the best man for the job? So let's hope they move quickly on that, Bronk.
0: Well said. Thanks, mate.
1: Thanks, Bronk. Thanks for um,
0: opening your uh, wonderful abode up here at French's Forest.
1: Absolutely on the edges of the northern beaches and uh, listen it's uh, it's fantastic and sorry about all that chatter in the background that's all the native birds and the flora and the fauna going berserk in the background.
0: They tend to do that when you've got a blue sky and uh, wonderful conditions so yes. at least we've got something going for us this weekend. Alright thank you Mark Cashman. Uh, everyone that is it for our show our wrap up of the uh, third test now as I said we did get Connor Murray in the mix zone and Just working on the audio for that, so I'll try and get that done. Uh, The Lions have got another day here in australia so hopefully we get something from brian driscoll before he heads out as well who played a great part in the series even though he didn't play in the final match that is uh, i guess the way things end thanks to our new sponsor on board too at the head of the show they keep coming and of course to chris at strike.com.au go there and if you're buying any product you'll get 10 percent off by entering the code rugger matrix that is it for rugger matrix international We'll uh We'll say goodbye to the Lions Series 2013 and we bring on the Super Rugby next week. It's the Reds and the Waratahs.